Hey, Coach, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. You got a brand new uh, laptop today, and I'm not very uh, tech savvy, so my daughter's been helping me. Are they there too? And welcome back to the Pence Pin Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Axon, and today we're here with Coach Tom Doyle of Union College and Coach Tory, who is assisting him today. Coach, how are you doing? Doing great. Thank you for having me. Good. Glad to have you. So, Coach, I'll get right into it. How did you get into the sport of bowling? Well, from a young age, I watched my father bowl, and I took a liking to it and stayed with it and bowled. And as an adult, I I bowled. Uh, Then uh, as my girls were growing up, I've ran a bowling center or two, and they took a liking to it. And so I started uh, coaching them and traveling with them to different tournaments and whatnot, became the high school bowling coach at Scott County in uh, Georgetown, Kentucky. I was fairly successful with that. And then when my younger daughter, Sarah, I graduated high school, I decided to get out of the high school bowling, go watch both of my daughters bowl in college. Saw that, kind of liked it and said, well, maybe I'm, I might try that. It'd be a big career change and whatnot, but it's something I really like to do. So I kind of followed my dream and uh, I got fortunate and Union College hired me about three years ago. That's pretty cool. Well, with uh, high school bowling, why did you get into it? Like there's a lot of good college programs, but high school bowling's kind of been under the radar. Some states don't even have it. So why did you get into it? Uh, just uh, really they had just started the program like the year before I I got involved with it and I was I was just helping uh, my daughter and and the the team and stuff and just kind of naturally gravitated into the position and then was able to take it over and run it for 10 years. That's pretty good and you had lots of success with multiple state champions as individual and as a team and so just talk about some of the differences between being a high school coach and a college coach. Well, at the high school level, you're just developing the kids for the most part. A lot of times they get there and they they are just getting introduced to the sport. Uh, some of them were advanced and, and things. So uh, doing that and then making sure that they're kind of well-rounded and in their different uh, things, you know, like uh, in high school, limiting them to just one sport. Uh, especially just bowling is not is not a, a good thing in my opinion. So letting them be able to do other things, kind of teaching them some life lessons and, and whatnot, and showing them a path that you know college bowling is a way to help uh, pay for education. Yes, that is correct. Along with all the smart money doing youth tournaments and all that, and that's something I found to be pretty interesting. Like here in North Carolina, there isn't high school bowling, but it's kind of uh, through leagues and the youth circuit around here. So Mm -hmm. how do you recruit during that, knowing that some kids have this high school bowling experience and others don't? Well, um, most of the tournaments you you go to for recruiting are individual tournaments. 
on that so you, you can see them and you try to get to uh, to uh, make contacts with them and and develop relationships with them and uh, try to help show them what our college has to offer for them and what our program offers uh, for them. And so uh, hopefully that, you know, throughout the course of that, it becomes a good match and fit and they feel comfortable. And uh, that's, that's kind of how I go about recruiting. Well, when you were a high school coach, did you have any recruitment interactions with any college coaches on behalf of your players? Sure, sure. And so with staying on topic of recruiting, you know, COVID has been kind of different and everyone's had to get creative. So how have you been creative with, you know, not being able to see people in person? I know things have kind of lightened up and the teen masters happened uh, a few days ago. So how were you integral in recruiting during this time? During the COVID time, it was very difficult. I had to rely on uh, contacts that I had made basically the year before. It was very hard to get new contacts because you couldn't go out and see anyone and no one was bowling either. So that was hard. Just basically trying to stay in touch with the ones contacts that I did have and, uh, and, you know, try to uh, talk to them about what we have to offer this, that, and the other, because even visits to colleges were greatly reduced and, and, and whatnot. So it just became a, a, trust factor really in them trusting uh what their coaches were saying and uh, believe in them and trying to take virtual tours uh this that and the other so uh it, it was a it was a tough tough year to recruit i know that in my recruitment process it was trying to go to different colleges and seeing what was out there but you are recruited as a high school coach you have daughters who went to go on and bowl in college. So talk about the parent perspective of having a child or both children getting recruited to go into college. Well, I really enjoyed it. And uh, I try to tell all my recruits they, they should enjoy the process. I know it's kind of uh, uh, mind boggling and, you know, that they don't know what to expect or anything, but this is the time that they're, they're getting the red carpets rolled out to them and everything. And everyone is, is, you know, asking for their services and whatnot and stuff. So as a parent, I really enjoyed it. And I just wanted my girls to make the best decision for them based on everything and not just the bowling part of it, you know, the life, the academics, uh, the, the demands of, of the, different places and each one of them chose a different place and that that was what worked out best for both of them wow that's interesting well i know that when my dad he kind of uh shines the spotlight uh with me and my siblings talking about our different sports and we talks about me and me going to college for bowling people are like wow you can go to college for bowling i never thought of that and i feel like so many great youth athletes especially bowlers don't know they can go to college for the sport they love to do so what would you say to parents who may listen to this and be like hey my son or daughter can go and be a, a college athlete yes it is a for real thing uh it, it it doesn't take long for you to find out that a lot 
lot of colleges offer bowling and more and more are every day. It's one of, I think it's the second fastest growing sport in college. And uh, there are more and more opportunities all the time for the kids to, to join a team and to get part of their education paid for. Now it's not a full ride, like, you know, a football player at Alabama or something like that, right. but there's still plenty of uh, uh, money available. And then, you know, they have, like you said earlier, smartphone accounts and uh, other scholarships they can add to it. And uh, even uh, some schools uh, help with uh, better academics. That is true. And my parents were saying, go for the major and then figure it out because the major is what's going to put you past just college. And sure, it's great to bowl in some of the bigger name college schools, but the lesser name college schools aren't bad. They're actually pretty good, but they're just not known. And if you can find those colleges that may be a little less known, but have a lot of potential, you'll thrive there. Correct. A lot of times they go to the bigger known schools and stuff, and they might not ever get on the varsity team. For some of the smaller uh, colleges that are, are building programs and whatnot, there's a better chance to get on the varsity team, get that better experience, get that uh, tournament experience where JVs don't get to go to the postseason. Right. And I know that since you were talking about how bowling is the number two fastest growing sport. Well, if a recruit wants to bowl and he knows he's not going to be able to be on the varsity lineup on two, maybe even three years, a smaller program or a program that's just starting will attract them the most. Yes, uh, I, I'm sort of in that situation. I've been here three years. When I got here, I only had just the girls team, so I had to redevelop a boys team, and um, I've got two seasons in with the boys now and, and everything. So we're we're building a better and better program e each year and stuff. So, you know, somebody that, uh, let's say, you know, is very talented and he's thinking about going to one of the bigger schools, but he might not, you know, he might get on JV or something. Schools like our school, they would have a good opportunity to walk in and prove themselves and, and, and get to the varsity a lot quicker. Right. And to piggyback on that, once you make the varsity lineup, well, now you're on the same lanes as them, and then you can beat them and prove why you deserve to be there. Correct. Correct. And and you learn. You, you bowl against better competition, you get better. That That's just the truth. Right. And speaking of your team, talk about your team's success this season. The, the guys were, were, like I said, they were the second year. First year I had to make a team out of a, a track player, a lacrosse player, a golfer, everything. So I only had a couple true bowlers on there. They had fun, and they established us uh, as, as being a team. And so this last year I brought in like five freshmen, and they had their freshman ups and downs and stuff, and they really learned what it's going to take to be competitive. And so this year we're really looking forward to, to uh, being a lot more competitive. And with the uh, player or two that I brought in, uh, they've got a, a lot of talent coming in. So 
we're looking forward to being a lot better on the guy side. The girl side have kind of established uh, since they've been been here, uh, everything. We generally get rated in the top 20 in the NAIA polls wow. earlier in the season and whatnot. We bowl in a really tough conference, the Mid South Conference, and uh, we've uh, we've we have qualified for sectionals for the three seasons that I've been here. And uh, last year, we uh, finished ninth out of the 16 teams, only 41 pins out of eighth. And the team that won it at our sectionals was Duquesne University, who went on to win it all at the USBC level. Right. Duquesne is a pretty good program in their own right. But talk about your coaching philosophy, because when you're in – not a startup program, but you're in your third year and you're building. And you said that you had to make bowlers out of different sport athletes. But now that you're getting athletes in your recruiting classes, what is your coaching philosophy? Well, I, I look at us as the player and me as a team, and we are trying to build the best possible person uh, that, that we can and stuff. So when I suggest things to help them better. I tell them why we're doing it. So they're not just not doing it because I said so, but because they understand why the change will help them become a better bowler. And then we work a lot on, of course, we look, work a lot on the physical game stuff, really trying to help work on the mental game too, because the mental game is a very big part. And if it's overlooked, it can really, uh, make a difference in, in, in how you, uh, how you go about it and your outcome. That is so true. I mean, I've read the bowling psychology book by Dr. Hines and it was really good. I would recommend it to anyone who's listening and anyone who knows anything about psychology. It's a fantastic book, but the mental side of bowling is like really make or break because it's you versus the lane. It's not you versus another person. Sure, you're bowling against people, but they can't go over there and swap the ball away. It's you versus the lane, and you're trying to figure it out. And all this mental pressure and everything is going on internally. I just really think bowling is one of the best mental games there is. I would agree. And staying on the coaching topic, you coach with your daughters. How is that? Well, it's turned out to be very well. What I'm strong in, she might not quite be as strong in, but she's strong in some areas that I'm not. And she just has a a better relationship with uh, the boys. She actually coaches the boys' team, and uh, they they respect her because of her past uh, performances uh, in college and everything. So they, they give her the attention, and then they learn – that she knows what she's talking about. So it's turned out to be really good. Uh, sometimes we take our work home with us and, and, and discuss, discuss things. Uh, and, and maybe that's not as good as it should be, but at the same time, we're interweaving our, our lives together. So I, I've really enjoyed it from, from my part of it. Well, I think that would be really cool. I know my, dad has been my coach my entire life in whatever sport I played and so I think that would be cool like 
your daughter being a coach with you in this program. You can bounce ideas off each other. You know each other. And so I think it's really beneficial for your program. I would definitely agree with that. Well, Coach, how much pro shop uh, etiquette and drilling do you do with your team? I, I'm not very much into the pro shop part of it. What I tell them is they're responsible for their own equipment. And so I want them to feel comfortable with their equipment. I don't think that they should bowl with one particular brand of bowling ball if they're not used to it and making uh, parents switch over and spend a couple thousand dollars on equipment that they don't even know and might not even like. So I, I leave it up to them to be responsible for equipment. And then once they get here and we, we study their ball motions and the balls they have, we suggest, you know, uh, different balls if they're getting a new one or something to, to maximize their, their equipment so that they, they can play a, a range of uh, lanes. That is interesting. I know lots of programs who are like, we are a storm team, we're a motive team, we're a Brunswick team, but having uh, equipment that you know I think is more valuable than name brand bowling balls standardized for the entire team because it doesn't matter what the name is if you can't strike with it. That's right. And the, one of the biggest things that, that you need from a bowler is confidence. And if they're confident with their equipment, that just helps out. If they're not confident with it, then, then we, we've got obstacles to overcome. That is true. And so one thing that's been going around the bowling world that is upcoming is strength and conditioning training. Do you do that with your team? And if so, why or why not? We do do a little. We do two hours a week in the gym. And most of ours is leg strengthening and core conditioning. Uh, the leg strengthening because, A, if you're in college, you're going to be on your feet five or six hours a day. And I always tell them that the legs are the engine of the ball and the core helps steer it. If you keep your core muscles straight, then you're helping steering the ball in the correct way. So we want to strengthen the core core muscles so that they can hold their lines and their angles well and strengthen their legs so that they can uh, endure a, a, a college tournament, which is you know about 10 hours a weekend on your feet. Right. I've always heard this legs and core for bowling. Not, not one coach once has ever said, you know, we're going to do back and tries or we're going to focus on, you know, uh, bicep strength to throw the bowling ball harder and faster. It's always been legs and core. And so I think that is kind of a uniform thing in the bowling world going forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Coach, uh want to be respectful of your time, so I'll leave you with this. If there's a recruit out there listening to this or sees this pop up on their feed when it's all shared out, what would you tell them to why they should come to your program? Well, I think we're a great small school that is very competitive in uh, – the NAI and we bowl in USBC. 
So they're going to get a lot of challenges, a lot of opportunities to uh, compete at, at different levels in the conference, in the NAI, and the USBC. We're kind of family-based team, as in being a teammate is the number one priority uh, on that. Uh, we do have access to, to uh, several different uh, bowling techniques. I'm a silver level coach. And, and then I've got my daughter that has all kinds of college experience also. So we feel like we offer a little family unity kind of uh, bowling atmosphere where you're going to learn and, and be the best bowler you can be. And at the same time, you're going to get a great education at our school. Well, you all heard it here. Union College is going to be on the rise. And in a year, maybe even two years, they'll be challenging for conference championships. I know that I'll be watching them. But that's all we have for this episode. So I'll leave you all with this. The levels of success are good, better, best. So never let it rest till the better than the best. See you all next week. Thank you.